This episode contains harsh language, violence, and adult situations, and may not be suitable for youngsters. Listener discretion is advised. Watching fucking Rick and Morty, Seth actually sounds like Rick. <laughs> Listen here, Morty. Oh, yeah, you just don't know how these things work. Fucking uh, Nick calling out real life Morty is uh, the uh, bartender that from. Wasn't, uh, that wasn't Nick. That wasn't me. That was Steph. Well, that was Steph. Yeah. Real life, real life Morty. Oh my God, that that shit. Not nah, it's like something you can't unsee. No, you, every time you see him now, it's that's yeah, what that, I say. That's just it. Do you think he would get upset if somebody called him Morty? I don't. Think I wouldn't even know if he knows with the, what the show is. I, I, I doubt that. I think he only lives in that bar, to be honest with you. He and does. He's there on his nights off, man. Who the fuck hangs out in a bar on their night off? A drunk. <laughs> All right. Well, that that answer that question got solved really quickly. Yes, there are <laughs> there are very few mysteries there. <laughs> Alcoholic. You really should just get an office chair or something. I'm going to, but I mean, you're really super testing the tensile strength of that thing. Although you falling out of a chair again would just <laughs> make my night. <laughs> It'd be a wonderful day in the evening. <laughs> I need to hop up like Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> to do the gymnastic, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can all grade it. Hey, but, but no, we you give just, that a six point five. Now you just lie there wheezing in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I guess we're sweating. Mm-hmm. I am not sweating yet. Make shorts. Exactly. Oh, very nice. <sighs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Hey, at least they're not jean shorts. Nope. What long dick Seth over there? Yeah, <laughs> we got like the same shorts. He's gonna Seth. he's gonna move his leg a little bit. He's gonna be like, dude, put that away. Uh-huh. No, by the time this put is, some fucking underwear on. By the time this podcast <laughs> over, he's gonna be legendary. <laughs> his fucking girlfriend's gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus How come I don't know about this? <laughs> This is long <laughs> dick everybody's been talking about. <laughs> and my dick's already on the internet. I'm pretty sure she knows that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better kill a joke. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus, you've been just beer up your nose, dude? Yeah.
You can get him to do it every once in a while. Oh, that'd be gross. I've done that. You're gonna shoot at the no fish tank. Yeah, how did the, uh, the nasal spray work for you? Good. Yeah? You've, yeah. Been, you've been using a nasal spray? No. I, I, Just I for right now, so I don't no, I whistle my, and pop. I gave my nasal I gave my <laughs> he was gonna, He wanted to stop and get a nasal spray. I was like, bro, I got one I haven't used yet. You, well, I was like, I got one. He was like, I don't want to share the same nose shit that you use. Yeah. No shit. I mean, unless yeah. we're, unless I don't want my nose to be where Peter's nose has been, <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless it's white. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Then you guys are holding hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. Well, on that note, <laughs> welcome to. Uh, but we're on episode four now, aren't we? We're just cruising oh along, right? Oh, yeah, we're cruising right on. <laughs> right around? <laughs> right around. Welcome we're to cruising right around. Welcome to season one, episode four of Record of Mortimus. Um, I'm Nick Nelson, your host. I'm here with my co hosts, Seth, Jacob, Jackie Boy, uh, Petard, and Neil. like one person. Neil mm-hmm. Nelson. And um, Seth, Jacob, Peter Boy. <laughs> Some, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, Should I go the other way? Should I Seth. say counterclockwise? Yeah. Neil, Peter. Neil, Peter. No, it sounds even worse. Mm-hmm. Neil and Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you should go that way every single time. <laughs> well, you can just leave my name out of it all together if you want. What? We'll just leave you out of everything, won't we? Boop. <laughs> you just quote aliens to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil. All right, fine. Seth, Jake, Boop. and Neil. <laughs> I still like the he- the the donkey noise that Eeyaw. we had before. Yeah, that was better. <laughs> way better. Way way better. Yeah, that's a little too accurate. Wait, wait, you're gonna have your picture on a website, but there's gonna be no name. Yeah. You know, China's got facial recognitions. It's like all that shit, man. <laughs> China's gonna know. Way to talk me out of uh, having my face on there, even. I could put a black square I mean, that's real, it. though. I'm not making that up. <laughs> I, could, I could Photoshop just like a black square over your eyes. <laughs> Wait, China does? No, just over your Facebook eyes. Facebook does, ding dong. Well, China you, has better facial recognition. They use it against their citizens. I'm not saying China's going to know exactly Don't they all are. look the same? What I'm saying is like facial recognition's out there. <laughs> Google's right. got that shit. Someone could run your picture I'm leaving it. Go to your Facebook. I'm fucking leaving it. I'm leaving it. Oh my god. (laughs) Well, there goes twenty. There goes twenty percent of our listeners. Oh my god. What did he say? (laughs) Nothing. You don't want to (laughs) know. So let me start that over. Welcome to episode four. <laughs> My name's gonna be off this <laughs> season shit. one of Record of Morning. China has facial recognition. Don't they all look the same? Oh, son of a bitch! Come on, man. It's not. Funny. All y'all white dudes look the same. I don't know what the fuck you're talking it's not, about. It's not, it's not funny. If you all y'all, Chris, all y'all Chris's look the same. <laughs> Seriously, have you seen a Chris? They all look the fucking same. All white Chris's are all the same, dude. You cut this conversation. Not <laughs> going anywhere good, man. <laughs> I'm talking about white dudes, man. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, there goes the other half there of goes the audience. The, there goes the other twenty percent of our audience. <laughs> there goes all of our white Chris's. Oh, y'all gotta watch the, the the what we do in the shadows TV show, man. Is that like a werewolf? Yeah, I'm excited for it. Like, oh man, just because we're werewolves doesn't mean we're not Native American. 
I mean, I am Native American, but that doesn't mean that's not because I'm a werewolf, though. We got everybody in our crew, man. We even got a white guy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's Chad right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always a Chad. Is, uh, is, uh, Chase. Is, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Watiki. Uh, he's on one episode where they have like famous vampires from all sorts of vampire movies. So they got like even like fucking Wesley Snipes is there as Blade. Oh no shit! Well, that's awesome. Well, I gotta watch that then. I I love it's that hilarious. movie, man. It's it's even better. It's even more vampire to masquerade references. Like they go to like like a, a giant LARP basically uh, with like not LARP but it's essentially a LARP with like not just vampires. We don't have to use the word essentially anymore, by the way. I'm gonna outlaw that word and it's banned. Because uh, saying essentially something is this, it's just the same exact thing as saying something is this. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's better than like or uh. It's. Or, it's uh, I mean, I'm guilty. Of that. The context of I was using it in is that they're not actually going to a LARP on yeah, the show. I, I, they're I going to like a summit. Essentially of all the means different basically. Monsters. Yeah. Hmm. Basically, what I'm saying, you're, you're you're saying you're saying I'm going to wrap this up in a nutshell. Essentially. I'm not going to make some long-winded Did statement. Did we just become a fucking pathor? No, I'm just... Thesaurus podcast? I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> correcting my brother here. Yeah, I know, I, I know that. I know it's that. actually not a wasted word. You're actually what summing up podcast. a conversation. I was saying... So it's when a you say essentially, you. I was you're summing up what you're yeah, trying to say. I, I was I, saying that it's, well it's a wasted used. word most of the time when people use it. it, it people use it to actually describe something and they say essentially and they're actually describing what they're talking about. So it's not essentially when they say it. They're, they're, they're like, you know, essentially the guy stands in the corner and it's like, well, you, aren't you saying the guy's supposed to stand in the corner? Yeah, but essentially he stands in the corner and it's like a... Oh, it's just like a way of saying long story short. I know what the how the word is supposed to yeah, be. Does that irritate I'm, you uh, more than uh, live in the dream? The reason I don't like that <laughs> is there's a... Living the dream? Yeah. So, like the the dream. so what you're saying is you're not, just you're not dreaming his then. Brain you're just you living. Right? So if you're living the dream, you're, you're still living, right? So you're not dreaming. So I hate that for multiple different reasons, though. But not because... A dream doesn't mean that you're necessarily... I know what it means, it's, Seth. It's, it's an ideal. <laughs> I'm living the ideal. I get it. I get it. Different words mean the same things and also their own I still things. fucking hate it. It still makes me want to slap somebody in the face with a nutsack when I fucking hear it. Oh, you, you guys you, you have some really dream, weird huh? ticks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> some random shit. Sometimes? All the time. That's just some random shit, though. He's right? saying that because Peter just fucking bought, dropped a fucking... Uh, blart outside, uh, fucking, because we were talking about Star Wars. I was trying to do something. Oh, God. I was trying to use my brain, and you were distracting me. Was, you know, was, like if you guys fucking talk about anything other than Star Wars, I'd been fine. But you bring up fucking Star Wars, and my brain goes, Cry me a river. <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing something Real for you, dude. River. I really appreciate it. So uh, we can talk about uh, forehead dicks, and you I still think like, uh, oh, that's not man, distracting. Forehead, forehead dicks. Yeah, for, yeah <laughs> forehead dicks. Go on. <laughs> that doesn't raise any questions. No, no. <laughs> Go on. Raise any no. questions. <laughs> you want a big cock in your forehead? Fuck that with Star that. Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars, though. Yeah. yeah blood will start to boil. I really enjoyed the fact Whatever. that you made it to where I can't tag you on stuff anymore. That's I find that enjoyable. I did, I, did, I, did I stop you from that? Yep. Mm -hmm. did, I, did I put a thing that I can't be tagged anymore? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I did that drunk. I'm so, so glad I did that. It's okay. I'm still putting your name all over it and your last name. 
<laughs> so, um, Seth, yeah, Seth posted something about, uh, what was it, like a fucking, uh, the, the mysterious gamer, and it was like all these fucking quotes that the... That oh, I yeah, want to no. play the I want to be the mysterious character, and it's like everything that you and Neil do combined all in one meme. It's the best. It was it was what? edgy. It oh, was edgy D and D character. Edgy D and character. Yeah, that's what it was. Edgy D and D character. What? Bingo. Yes, let me let me pull it up because it's awesome. <laughs> Learn to only trust myself. That was one of them. <laughs> Cannot forgive myself. Um, it all happened as a child. Uh, chaotic neutral. Obviously. <laughs> Describes appearances for ages. Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I only have I only have one of those so far. I'm not just doing you, Neil. God. All right. You said you said Neil and Peter. <laughs> Driven by revenge is a good one. Now listen, um, man, there's nothing wrong with like being into fucking. Dark that's just my character. Shit. There you go, Neil. That one's for you. <laughs> okay, so I got two now. <laughs> oh no, we should all be. Yeah, a here's three. Tyfling or drow? We should all be a whole bunch of loudmouth bastards the whole time. <laughs> that, that, that was, that's, that's I got another one for Peter. Really well. I got another one for Peter. I sit alone in the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, in the last three episodes, how many? How many? Would you get bingo yet? I have a cat. Would you get bingo yeah. yet? <laughs> Here's another one for Neil. The knife has a name and origin. <laughs> it would be a sword, not a knife. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Come on, this is great. Here's my thing. I use the word edgy to make fun of myself as much as I'm using to make fun of anybody else. Let's, let's, like, get, let's get it. To go back to Jonah Hex, have you ever read a Jonah Hex comic? That's some oh, edgeboard ass man. shit, dude. Hey, that's hey, some edgeboard ass shit. Hey, hey Neil, let's, let's have a spinoff. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, that'll be fun. And two two characters that. sitting alone in a bar, just staring at each other, waiting for the first one, another one to talk. <laughs> no, you talk first. No, you talk first. We talk me into this. No, you talk me into we this. I have to. No, I I get it. It's 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 an, it's fine. It's fine. It's 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 a it's a it's a joke to people who don't play uh, you know fucking goofball characters. You know, and Neil Your and Peter help other people. They wanna they wanna have characters and they play characters I in play, the game. But I play a really wide variety of characters you I don't, do no and but you're you're the one thing i say about neil and peter is they want to have like uh, a developed character you know and and uh you know so it does fall into that kind of category sometimes i mean even my characters uh, like i'm guilty of it too i just don't play as much as as i'd like to um but anyways all joking aside um we left off uh we had gone in the alleyway and I think Badius was about to talk to the group, and he did start talking to the group about. Um, you mentioned something about, you know, if there's people out there that are uh, holding on to what an idea, like a remnant of Fareem, then then you want to find them or something like that. Yeah, I didn't say why. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just think that it would be. I I I, I specifically asked that Jake's character. Octavius. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For I said I said if your if your family has ties and you you have Fernian armor in your house, then this is something that maybe you should pay attention to. Um, and and what I said was, if there is a villain, I, I, I'm, I'm essentially what I said, because this actually works, <laughs> was uh, that if there is a villain responsible for what's going on. Let's make sure that we know who the actual villain is, is what I was trying to say. 
and okay. that it might not be the picture that they're painting here in this town. All right, yeah, uh, and then you guys all kind of, you know, uh, did you? Uh, I can't. I gotta look back to the episode. Um, but basically, after that, uh, uh, a dark rider came to the edge of the alleyway yeah, and dropped a yeah. morning star on the ground. Morning star, everything yep, attached to a chain. Uh, he looked like uh, the rider looked like he was wearing full. Was attached to a chain? I don't recall that detail. It's a morning star. Morning star. Lord of the Ring shit. Yeah, you said he dropped a mace to the ground. I was no, like, oh, no, okay. He said, you just, no, he said a morning star. Does he want one of us to retrieve that? I kind of completely. No, missed. no, it was a, it was a morning star, <laughs> and then um, so yeah, that's where we're gonna we're gonna pick that up from there. The Dark Continent, ravaged by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the Emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Marmo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. Driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster, or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet, amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the dark continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls, and maybe influence them through the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farin, for this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Deathhead. The four of you stand in the alley staring at what approached. The wind howls and the snow falls. The murmuring from inside the tavern is barely heard from out here. Uh, the alley is brick and cobblestone. Uh, a small lantern hangs from the back door of the tavern, barely lighting the four of you. Across from you, at the end of the alley that opens up into the merchant's court, stands a black armored Ferenian steed, mounted by an armored warrior. His dirty black cloak covers most of him, and his helmet has a tall fan on it that runs into a braid down his back. He has traveler's gear adorning his horse, and he seems to be staring at the four of you as he drops a morning star from a chain that smashes into the ground. Are there any boxes or trash or anything anywhere that we can try and like use as weapons? Because most of us are unarmed. I have like a boot knife, and that's it. I mean, you can roll perception and alertness. Uh, 
Is this going to be an initiative phase? Well, as soon as he drops Well, his... first things first, how far away is he? Yeah, that's a good question. Good question, indeed. He is... The alleyway is about 30 feet deep to you guys. Is it a dead-end alleyway? I just said that, yes. yes. Okay. And he's blocking the entrance of the alleyway? He, well, he's blocking the exit. Well, which would be the end? Yes. Is his horse sideways or is he facing us? Sideways. Okay. So that doesn't necessarily denote... Is he looking in our direction? If he's facing sideways, this sounds like intimidation. If he was going to attack, he'd be facing us. I mean, uh, if somebody wants to give a perception and empathy roll... Not it. Sure. Well, I thought of the idea, so I'm going to roll two. Do you have empathy? No, I just have perception. Okay. And I got no successes. He's I hate, wearing. Full, I hate these dice already. He's wearing full armor, Jake, or Octavius, so the difficulty is going to be higher on trying to understand his motives at the moment, so we'll say it's a seven. I got ten, nine, and seven. Ten, nine, seven? Yep. Um, Octavius, you don't even think he's looking at you. You think he's about to, ready to get off his horse. So he's not even paying attention to anything we're doing. No, it just looks like it because he's getting uh, about to ready to go into the tavern, the bale fire. Yeah. With a weapon pulled out? No, he's dropping the weapon on the ground and leaving it there. You see, in moments later, he gets off his horse and starts climbing off. <sighs> I think I almost wet myself. I can smell it. You didn't almost wet yourself. You lads need to toughen up a little. Just sworn a moment ago he was just going to ride us down in this alleyway. As he dismounts the horse, you see him pull down his cloak and takes off his helmet. And you see a, a bearded kind of uh, nomad. Um, he's got like white paint on some parts of his face and his hair is all dreaded and matted. And his hair is gray and dirty blonde with a warrior's short bangs in the front and dreaded dirty hair kind of top knotted into a braid down his the back of his neck with an undercut. His face is pitted and weathered and his skin looks older than his face actually is. Um, he has a pretty scruffy beard across his face also with little silver inlays in, inside of his beard here and there. Uh, he looks like a human. And um, Anybody I've seen before? No, no. Okay, well, while they're standing there pissing themselves, I uh, give a loud whistle and start walking his way. You mean they? (laughs) Yeah, so I still do that. I give a loud whistle and start walking his way. He turns and looks at you, Badius. Come speak with me for a moment, please. He kind of nods for a moment and he ties the horse off. Uh, uh, The intimidation that he was exuding before is still there. But you think he was just exuding it because he's at a new place and he doesn't want people fucking with him, maybe. He starts walking over to you guys. He rolled up on us. I hope mm. he wipes his ass with you. Oh, shit in one hand and wish with the other. <laughs> I walk up. Grumpy old man. <laughs> what's, what's that? He goes, Grumpy old man. <laughs> yeah. Or grumpier. Is it grumpier or grumpy? It's grumpier. Okay. Uh, I walk up to him. A few questions, if you would. Are you city guard? Do I look like city guard? I can't imagine what the city guard looks like in this shit town. 
What do you want? What can I do for you? I'm the Trinidine Ranger. Um, I'm investigating a crime in this area. Part of the crime involved a heavy horse with heavily armored men. I see in front of me someone not from this town wearing heavy armor, riding a war steed. So I'd like to ask you some questions, if that's all right. It's not. He starts turning and walking away from you. Well, if you like, I can go get the magister or the sheriff and we can make it official. Or you can just be quick and, if you have nothing to hide, he quick, stops. quick with me and answer some questions. But you don't look like a man that wants trouble. Do you have anything on you as far as proof that ordains you and put in any kind of position to be able to question me? Do I look like a man that gives a shit about that? And you don't really either. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Let's just say I have vested interest. I walk up. Is there any reason we can't be friendly? You've only just arrived in town. So have I. Fine. My name is Grindorf. What is yours? Gojai. Gojai. Hello, Gojai, if you're... No, no. He stops you. It wasn't finished. Gojai. The tough guy. Gojai the tough guy. I my character <laughs> turns I a little laugh. bit. No, my character turns a little bit and I turn my hood and I try to hide my smile. <laughs> oh no, I blatantly just smile and laugh a little. If you're a traveler in these parts, nevertheless. I he doesn't back. look at he doesn't look like he was joking at all. <laughs> <laughs> then surely you've been to a bail fire. Of course I've been to a bail fire, that's why I'm here. There's in another Five bail fire for it's far. You see that? He wants to drink. His intentions are friendly enough. Well, hold on. Maybe I'm not coming off the way I'd like to. So I apologize. There's been tragedy in this town. Part of that tragedy fits a description. This is the old country. There's tragedy all across it. Part of the tragedy fits your description. What, a rider on heavy armor and horseback? Yes. So, unless you wanted to be rounded up, maybe in trade for a heads up, you could validate or make us feel secure that you're actually not one of these riders. It would be beneficial for both parties. If you have diplomacy, roll with them. You can go, uh, you know, charisma or intimidation. It depends on that's going to change the outcome. Standard difficulty. Can I assist in any way? Of course you can. I don't even see diplomacy on here. Uh, how do uh, I assist? Leadership. No, I'm a fucking ranger. I don't have anything like that. Okay, well, uh, I can roll my I can roll my manipulation or charisma. Yeah, and you can just do that. Or expression. Work. You're going to be doing charisma and do you have leadership? Yeah. I have a six. So roll, roll charisma and leadership, Seth. Difficulty of a six to help Neil out. I have a six. Okay. So your character did not come off that eloquent. I, I mean, didn't, I didn't. I don't feel that I really came off that eloquent. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty di- diplomatic. I mean, you got one six still. So I mean, you did but, succeed. I mean, but so I, can we talk about this for a minute? Like, what's the point of role playing if you it, it, role playing words and actions if you're Three held back by those? I mean, just because I said something doesn't mean it made an impact on him. 
Of course, but that doesn't mean uh, that. So maybe I it, said what I said. It just didn't Pete, impact no, him in any way. For example, Peter's character is the drunken idiot. I would give. He's not going to be saying eloquent things, even though he says it sometimes. He's going to be like, "What's his name from uh, Beer Fest?" Where he thinks he's, he thinks he's coming off like that, but he's actually in reality coming off like, "Yeah," you know what I mean? Like you, just because why, why, you're playing in a certain way. Why is it going to be me? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, I know exactly what you mean, Neil. I mean, you, you made a ranger, so you probably don't necessarily have very good charisma, but you, Neil, do have very good charisma. Right, but I'm still like capable of role-playing, and I feel that I'm role-playing my character to the degree that I feel that... I would have given you an extra die, personally. Uh, yeah. It, it Just because you figure something out doesn't mean your character does, and it doesn't give you an extra die because you figured it out. Well, this is actually an argument on a lot of forums. Okay, well, <laughs> it really is. Well, let, let them argue about it, and then as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, you know, like... Thanks like the GM. Huh? You know, like, uh, I, I, I will take circum, you know, certain things in consideration when it comes to that. But that, that comes down to the old, age-old D&D thing. All right, I make a puzzle. Do I let your characters figure it out with roles, or am I going to let the players figure it out with their own fucking heads? You do both. You can do both. Yeah. You do both. Depends. You do a compromise of both. I mean, I, I, the only reason I'm doing a diplomacy role with your character is because you did say you came off extremely diplomatic, and I just want to make sure your character is capable of doing that. You got one success. It's just it doesn't it doesn't sound it doesn't have the impact that 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 you just came off with. You still said what you said. You just said it a little differently, and it's not as impactful as the way you just said it. So what Seth's character is going to do is kind of aid a little bit, and just kind of... Um, I didn't fill in the Okay, I, I guess I'm confused, because I didn't feel like, I, as a player, I was coming off that diplomatic. Yeah, it was extremely diplomatic. All right. Mm, I, can, I, oh, I, threatening. I hear what Neil's saying. What's that? Mm-hmm. I, I found it a little threatening. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. No, you changed... You even apologized. You changed your tone. There's, you apologized. Yeah, and you, you said, apologized. hey... You said, hey, I just want to give you trade-out information, give you a heads up, and in, in return, maybe you can do that. That's what diplomacy is. There's a fine line sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. So... Well, my, my character is just going to walk past, sure. and he's going to go straight to the bar. Well, you would have to go back the way you came, unless you want to go around, which would be weird. Yeah. I'm just going to walk past him as he's just... Well, you don't have to go back that way. You guys came outside to the back door. Mm-hmm. We're going back to the bar? Is that, is that what we're doing? I wouldn't suggest going into the bar yet until we figure out... What this gentleman is doing yes. here and what's going on. He could be connected to Kara's death. Are you guys say that on your breath? or are you guys No, saying I that say out? that out loud so he can hear and I'm watching him while I say it. You don't know me. You don't know if I'm connected to anybody. Grimdorf, you do aid Badius with diplomacy. So what what do you what do you say to aid him basically? Just to give me a gist of what what you would say. I was hoping the assist check would basically account for my in- interjecting and before de-escalating. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. What questions do you have? And then leave me alone. I got nine, six, seven to see if he's being edgy with perception and empathy. Being edgy, like when I said Kara, he didn't. It, it nah. didn't seem to strike anything, other than the fact that he was getting uh, out of character. Was, was berated last by night us. The fire, mm-hmm. or was it this day? It's the same day. Same yeah, day. it was the yeah. same day. There was a fire outside of town. A small cabin was burned down. Were you there? I saw it on the way in. The smoke. 
Did you have anything to do with the fire? No. Did you see anyone traveling from the fire? No. Uh, Octavius. Anybody with fucking... Gonna look him up yeah. and down. Right now is the time to be taking my, that roll. My, my guy tracks stuff. You already rolled mm-hmm. it. And kills things. Octavius, you already rolled it. So you, you said you got a 9-7 and a what? 9-7 and a uh, 6. I'll, I'll let that last for the scene. Okay. Um... You got a 9-7 and a 6? Mm-hmm. Well, I got a 9-8 and a 6. Ooh. Um, Grimdorf, can you fucking roll one, too? Come on, man. Back him up. Can you can... About uh, perception and empathy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, the motherfucker's lying. All right. I thought I had already done that. Would Look, cop this motherfucker. Hey. No, you were helping him. But no, I, I did rolled you perception already... and empathy earlier. Mm-hmm. What did you get I on that? I just rolled four successes. What did you get on perception and empathy earlier? Uh, nothing. Like, what would make you question, hmm, maybe me looking at him the way I was looking at him before. I mean, he was being kind of standoffish with his fucking answers. Yeah, whenever he started to specify whether he came in or out. From Grim... I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, from Grimdorf's perspective. From Grimdorf's perspective, I've been playing it as... I'm not suspicious of this guy because I rolled two ones and, like, a seven and a six before. Mm-hmm. So any suspicions that I had, I was just like, hey, you know, I'm the new guy, too. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't really think I would have had a reason to roll that second check. I'm okay. sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be a dick. Cal, if you want to roll, go ahead and try it. You haven't done it yet. No, I'm good. I'm that being said, I am going to address the guy. I'm going to I'm gonna stand back and... and if you want to play, you know, feel more than obliged to... Involve yourself. Well, I mean, like three people were on the same role. My new friend, mm-hmm. don't be offended. There have been a lot of strange happenings in town lately. You should be warned that you will not be above suspicion. The matter of your dress is similar to some shady figures who have been seen here lately. Have any of you people been outside of this town before? <laughs> don't you recognize me? I'm a bronze beard. Of course I am. I represent the Merchant's Guild. Yeah, okay. Is there anything else you wanted to know? Do you really think I look like townsfolk? You look like a Trinidad Ranger, and you say you are. All right. So you should know that anywhere outside this town is going to have individuals that probably look like me. You should know that I've been to multiple towns, and you are incorrect. Hmm. Fine. I hope, uh, I hope for your sake and ours, you're telling us the truth. Who is the sheriff in this town? Iron Falls. Sounds like a dwarf name. It is a dwarf name. Hmm. Good ear. I can most assure you he is inside that bale fire, and I can most assure you that if you do know something, Working with us is a lot easier than working with him. I'll take my chances. He starts walking away. Okay. What are these guys doing? Are they going in the bar too? I don't know what they're doing. I'm going to go ahead and walk over to his horse when he goes into that bar. And I'm going to pick up one of the hooves of the horse. And I'm going to compare it to what I fucking saw. Okay. Here you go. I'm going to watch him do that. And then... What do you guys think? If it's anything familiar, well, I'm going to go. Cal, do you go back into the bar like you were wanting to? Yeah, I'm going to go back into the bar. That's Grimdorf. one ten. What are you doing, Grimdorf? 
I suppose it's getting late. I'm ready to turn in myself. I've had a long day of travel. Get this. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. You lift up the hoof? Mm-hmm. Um, the hoof prints were very meticulous. So he's so he's going into the... Bel- oh, he goes into the belfire. You, didn't, right. you so, didn't describe the style of his armor, though. It's under the cloak, but from what you can see, it's pretty rusted, and there's a lot of uh, mud and clay caked all over his armor, actually. What, what I'm going to do when I go in there, like, let me roll a... Uh, um, can I do a perception and subterfuge of the same roll? Yeah. Or what perception? Wait. So you're trying to watch? I'm trying to watch him, but it's su- like subtle as fuck. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Would that be the roll, or do you want me to do a? Perception? No, do a perception alertness, and then do a manip- uh, manipulation subterfuge. Jake? Yes. Manipulation subterfuge. Standard difficulties on both. The hoof prints do match and there's one thing in particular that matches about the shoes that are on this horse um these horseshoes are gilded gilded meaning they have gold in them inlay yeah wait that's money they have uh gold inlay in the horseshoes you know by a oh the because the pattern's the same and the the gilded isn't just gold it's just it's a it's an it's an yeah there's inlays in it and the inlays match the inlays that are on. These are and these aren't just peasant okay. horseshoes. So, as I look at the gear, are there any torches? Is there anything that would cause? Yeah, a- he's got he's got traveler's gear all over the horse, and the horse is lightly armored with the same kind of rust-looking armor on the horse. What is the style of the armor on the horse? There's a weird fucking plaster over the armor. Okay, what? It's like a bre- mud plaster. What breed is the horse? It's Ferenian. It's a Ferenian war steed. Okay. It's old, too. She's an old girl. I continue searching his horse. I'm going to head, go ahead and scratch off some of the plaster on the armor. As you're doing that, uh, Badius, you see one of the guardsmen walking by. And he notices what you're doing. Uh, Jake was supposed to be looking out for me. That was. You want me to roll perception? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He literally said, I'm going to go ahead and look out for uh, for Badius. Yeah, because I wanted to find out what's going on before I go anywhere. Grimdorf, what are you doing? Are you just going to... Are you going to go back six, inside, too? Six, six, seven. Get your room? Six, 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 seven? Yes. Um, it's dimly lit. You get one success, Jake. Bat- you get one success, Octavius. You see a guardsman walking up to you guys, noticing Neil messing with this horse over here. Uh, Grimdorf, what did you say you're done? Well, my plan was to go get some rest, but if these guys are going to continue the investigation, then uh, well, my character is aware that something's bigger going on than just the girl on the ice. Just the matter of her death alone kind of speaks to that. And he feels that people like Ferenian Rangers and uh, you know Marmon Sheriff Dwarf people who can use no thing or two about magic anyway are the authorities on this sort of thing in comparison to him. So he's uh, going to grab a drink and I'm going to keep an eye on this new stranger. Okay. Grimdorf uh, kind of walks away from you guys as you guys were kind of doing your thing. So you do that beforehand. You go inside and the... I'm going to be subtle about it too because I'm also going to be keeping an eye on him for his safety as much as anyone else. Octavius, what are you doing? 
I see one of the guards notice us and start approaching. Oh, yeah. He doesn't notice you. He sees Badius kind of sifting through a horse that doesn't appear to belong to him. Uh, I'm going to walk up to him, and I rolled Crypsma. Take in mind, the horse is uh, tied to a normal horse. There's a couple horses there, obviously, tied to this. What do they call that? Um, Seth, you're doing a Western thing. What is Mm -hmm. that called? The the post where you tie your horses to? (laughs) Uh, Hitching post. Hitching post. It's a hitching post? That's what you call it in Old West, yeah. All right, that's a hitching post then. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say, Octavius? <laughs> uh, you said it's somebody I know. Do I rumor? Um, I mean, this isn't a small town. Yeah. So you don't recognize the guard. Okay. They will probably recognize him. Yeah, though. I, I come and put my hood down as I'm walking up, so he can see my hair. He does like recognize you, walked Octavius. You know the green and brown eyes. Oi, friend. We're uh. He kind of tries to look over your shoulder. What's going on over here? That's a associate of the sheriff's. We're looking into things. Credentials? Does he have credentials? Where's the sheriff at? Inside the tavern. He's a Trinidine ranger. We're trying to look into everything See that's him look been past happening the Octavius lately. at, at, at Badius. Authorized by the magistrate. Mm, do you have any proof of this? I just went to his office and talked to him. I mean, he didn't give me, like, formal papers, but we were just there because... The Everything captain of the guard is happened. inside. If you have a problem, go speak If you with want him. me to go get to Demora, I'll go grab him. He's right inside having a drink. Or Decius. Otherwise, piss off. I'm just doing my job here. If it was your horse, you'd want to know that I was checking on it, wouldn't you? We understand, and we appreciate that. We're not thieves. You know us. Tell your friend he needs to fucking relax. <sighs> he starts walking off. He's not. I pull out a dagger and start scraping off the, the plaster on the armor. Um... You see leaf work? I'm looking for motif. motif. You see snakes? Okay, that's all I was looking for. I stopped scratching. What the fuck? Walk back over to Badius. <laughs> I look, put uh... My, put my hood back you up. You can't see me because Peter's in the way. Nope. <laughs> so I just tried... I wasn't gonna eat it. <laughs> Can you get your fat-eating mouth out of the way so I can see Jake? Alright, so... Yeah, seriously. Alright, yeah, we're good. My face is covered, and I have my hood up. But I pull my mask down so you can see my face, and I look fucking worried. What the going on? I, I grab you and pull pull you close to me, so mm-hmm. we're whispering. Yeah. This horse was the horse that set fire to that cabin. This armor is Ferenian, and it's gilded. I mean, I'll I kind take, of. I'll take I get, it. What if he stole it? He no, stole it I look. Somebody. I look, and I show you what I scratched off, and you see a relief of a snake on the armor of the uh, horse. Yeah, that's Ferenian, but he could have. He could have taken it. The original owner may be dead. I give you that look like, are you fucking being serious right now? We were just speaking in the only way about this. Now what's discerning to me is this. Why be so brazen? Why wouldn't he just change out the armor instead of just ceramic plating it? It's just a, it looks like a mud plaster. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Why? That's not what's concerning me. What's concerning me is... Why go into the lion's den if you have... Something to hide. That means he's here to cause trouble. And if he's an ally... We should dissuade him from doing so. Or if he could have other people here that he's working with. Maybe we should keep an eye on him and see who he's speaking to. There may be more of his friends here. I'm going to follow his track. See where he came from. He may be just coming into town and having them waiting, because there were more than one. There were two of them. There were three, weren't they? No, you said two. I said two? Yeah. I'll follow his tracks back outside of town. If you don't see from Fattiest, me... Fattiest, that could take all night. Yeah. If you don't see from me tonight, I'll meet at your place tomorrow morning. When do you plan on sleeping? We did... Bite. I give you a really strange look. Like... Bitch, don't you see how fucking tired I look? I don't sleep much. <laughs> I, I, I live in the wilds, motherfucker. If you don't hear from me tonight, I'll find you in the morning. Alright, we'll keep an eye on him here. I'll keep, get a hold keep, of... Uh, keep my birds safe. Bronze beard. Okay, uh, Badius, you give me a roll. And then I'll step out. I'm expecting uh, a good roll from you. So I need... Uh, difficulty of an eight. I'm gonna blow a word PowerPoint. Eight, nine, nine, ten. Wait. So, okay. Eight, nine, nine, ten. And you spent a willpower. And I spent a willpower. So five successes. With one ten. Okay. successes on my uh, perception and alertness to watch him. I had five on my uh, 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 manipulation and subterfuge. Okay, uh, one thing that you do notice, you're not the only person that notices him when he comes in the bar. The tavern. The tavern music starts... Yeah. A lot of people notice him. Um, But he is... I'm not worried about the other people. He's standoffish, so people try not to pay attention to him. The sheriff notices him, the captain notices him, but they keep going about their business. He goes to the bar, he orders some food, he orders some drink, and he goes to a corner of the bar that's a little dimly lit, he sits down and he starts drinking and eating. And it looks like there's a key in front of him too, so it looks like he's staying in one of the rooms there at the balefire. Alright, I'm going to go to my usual so, corner table. Not going nowhere. I'm going to go to my corner table, and does that roll like hold? Right. Bronzebeard, uh, you head inside, and um, it's getting a little uh, wild in there and getting a little crazy. And um, you notice the sheriff walks by, or not the sheriff, the captain of the guard walks by you, and he sets a key down in front of you, and he says, When I got you a room, it's in uh, second floor, room two. It's a balcony. You'll like it. He walks away well, from thank you. Thank you. 
after the captain of the guard gives you the key to your room, you see Cal, he's sitting at his normal table, which is pretty close to the stage where the entertainment is. No, I'm not I'm not a dick. I don't wave him over. I mean, he knows where I'm sitting. Do you see him, Bronze Beard? He's the only one you know in there, other than the sheriff, who uh, appears to have disappeared. Hmm. You don't see him. All right. The captain of the guard is sitting at a table with a couple other locals there, but they're not sitting with Cal. Cal's sitting by himself. I'm being cool. I'm petting my, my... I got the... I got, uh... Shane, Shane's Shane, back. Shane in my lap. With that role, Cal, you only notice one thing about this Gojai the tough guy. Oh, God. Yeah. Jonin, the barkeep. It's Jonin, right? Jonin? Right? Yeah, Jonin. Gobli's brother. Jonin walks by... Gojai the tough guy and you see him he looks around the bar and he waits for the captain of the guard to kind of start laughing and taking a drink from his beverage and he sets a small thing on the table and he pushes it over to Gojai and he picks it up a little slut of hand type of thing if you want to call it that no I mean, Gojai sees it, and he picks it up, and he pockets it. And then Gojai grabs his house key, and he walks upstairs, and it looks like he's retiring. He leaves his food and his drink there. Um, Bronzebeard. Hmm. You see Cal sitting alone at a table, like I said, near towards near the stage where the entertainment is. There's pleasant music. They always got good entertainment. West Pergamon's known for good... I mean, it's a bale fire. It's got good entertainment. Um... It's not the the gnome from earlier. Uh, this is a uh, this is a human, a male human singing some cool stuff, playing a harp. It's good entertainment. People seem to be enjoying it, and he's telling stories while he's doing it too. Um, at this moment, he's not telling a story; he's just Let me singing, go ahead and, and a harp. sit down next to Cal and pull out my room key. Place che- it down on the table. Cheers, mate. Do you have a place to stay for the night? Why are you looking at it? Hmm. Well, my room has a bed. Are you looking to cuddle, huh? <laughs> you, you know, um, Grimdorf, it is a suite that he gets you. You know you're going to stay. He got you a nice place to stay in the Balefire. So it's going to have a couch to sleep on. It's going to have a balcony of the town. It's a nice It's a nice it's place in the Balefire. Just so you know. You should be so lucky. No, I'm a dwarf. I'm used to sleeping on stone if need be. Oh. You can have the bed. Oh, goodness. You're inviting me into your room? Well, it sure as fuck, uh... Warmer than a table. Cal, you haven't slept in a bed in months. (laughs) It sure as fuck beats the chair. I accept your offer, Grimdorf. I I appreciate it. The other should turn in soon as well. We are low on weapons. Oh, you and I especially. Yes. We shouldn't be looking for trouble. Not now. Not until we've had a chance to visit the blacksmith. Or the merchant's guild. Well, uh... Between you and me, I think we need to, uh... Be up early to see where our, our friend goes. Of course. I'm not saying that we drop the investigation altogether. Grimdorf, when he says that, he, he kind of nods towards the balcony, the stairs that go up to the balcony. Because the balcony kind of 
uh, the stairs to the balcony kind of wrap around the bar, you know, like this, and the balcony overhangs the bar, and you can see the whole, it's like a U-shape around the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you see the writer walking upstairs as he says that, and he nods to the writer when he says that. Hmm. What was that about? We'll find out sooner or later, won't we? Hmm. Should we have some uh, drinks set up? Some drinks? Some drinks sent up. Should you wish to drink? Uh, no. I'm just trying to see if you did. You see some weird <laughs> fucking local tart kind of trip over uh, Peter, or Cal's chair and start kind of hugging on him. I haven't seen you in a long time. I was event. Well, you were here last night. I know you. <laughs> she kind of shoves herself off of his head, you know, kind of like stumbles <laughs> off. <laughs> Grimdorf, he seems kind of the local here. No, nothing. <laughs> it, it seems like she might have wasted her time on that for a moment and then realized it was a waste of time. <laughs> hmm. Don't let that confuse you. <laughs> oh, you can invite her up as well. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that kind of elf. He gives you that been there, done that kind of look. Like, seriously, you don't... <laughs> and he was messing with the mic through, and he just punched himself in the and face with the, the mic. microphone. <laughs> Glad you guys enjoyed that. Boop. You know what? Oh, that look at face was You can tell he saw stars when he did it. He was like, hey, when you, when you go in and edit, turn it up really loud. Just like... <laughs> No, it's really loud on here. You can see the fucking peak mark on here. It's like, poof. dude. I, I, I had a cat. I had a cat moment. Dude, I don't think you've ever been punched like that before. Have you? Oh man. What's the matter? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh my god, your face was perfect after that hit you. It was like, <laughs> it's so perfect. The, the mic was it's like this. There. Nick, it's like this. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Hapa! <laughs> Not the broccoli! <laughs> Not the coffee! Alright, alright, I hit myself in the face of the microphone. Fine. Fucking <laughs> right, get, get over it. I missed the whole thing, man. <laughs> oh, I'm talking into the mic and staring photo, everything over here is gone. <laughs> poor, poor, poor man. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Shut up. Don't feel bad for <laughs> Don't feel bad for the people. (laughs) All right. um, That wasn't sympathy for you. That was sympathy for success for missing it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm the toilet paper. No, it's fine. Uh, here, I'll move mine to mic stand. I think it's pronounced torrent paper. Dude, don't feel bad, man. I was at Disney World one time and everyone started laughing at me because I went to this fucking Viking exhibit they have outside the fucking Frozen thing right now. And they have like Viking artifacts and shit, right? Like fucking swords and shit. And I saw all the swords like all lined up next to a bunch of arrowheads. And like Viking arrowheads used in war are really fucking rare. So I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. 
and I ran right the fuck into like a glass fucking enclosure <laughs> <laughs> that I had no idea was there dude and I like bruised my head and shit and they were like boom like, ah! <laughs> 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 you live I was, didn't uh, make a sound like a <laughs> <laughs> it did <and> <laughs> was, <laughs> what made everyone laugh is I was confused as shit and I <laughs> Because I still didn't see. I was like, invisible wall. What happened? To force field? What is this? It was so damn clean. I didn't see it or nothing. There's just nothing but my forehead mark there. What is this invisible thing? You have a Seth, uh, Seth-shaped grease implant. You know what? Though? Hang on. So that is exactly why I don't smoke weed. Because that happens. But mentally, every time I smoke, I just... And, and then nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys All ready? Right. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. <sighs> All right, what, what is I, Jake's? I might, I might actually give <sighs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's our noise for hot table rolls. <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Grimdorf, Cal, you guys, um, you guys hang out for a little while. Octavius, you, you, I take it you hoof at home? Do you check in on them before you go home, or you just head home? Uh, no, I'm going to come in and make sure that they're keeping an eye on this guy and see what's actually happening here. We'll, we'll keep it quick. Do you guys inform him that he actually has a room here? No, or not? no like, fucking uh, Octavius uh, has his own place of sleep. No, I know, but he's saying he's coming inside to check no, in. No, I'm, I'm already in Grimdorf's room. Uh, I'm saying before he leaves, he because he, because this was all kind of happened simultaneously. So if you, before you guys go up to Grimdor's room, I'm saying Octavius comes into the bar before yeah, he heads home. After Badiatus goes away, I would come inside. Badiatus or Badass. I should have went with Badiatus. Badiatus. I, I just figure out how to spell it. <laughs> badass. Yeah. My name is Badass. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, so, so Octavius, have you went a rep comment? Yeah, I would come Octavius in comes in before you guys head up to your room. Yeah. All right. Just to make sure that uh, he just checks in on you guys. Uh, just out of character, do you guys uh, inform him of what you guys are watching I'm, right now? I'm just gonna tell him not to cock block me. Crickets. What do you say to him? Uh, Keep it quick. Uh, we're gonna wake up early. Well, I'm gonna wake up early and and try to catch him before he goes. Hence, I'm not sleeping tonight. That's fine. Did he go back up to, to a room? Yes, we have eyes on him. Somebody's keeping warm. Yeah. Baddius went to see if he had anybody else with him. He's following his tracks and maybe out there all night. So we'll readjourn in the morning. Um, Do you need help here keeping an eye on him? Well, if we're not here, we're going to be at the uh, Sage's uh, hut. Out of character, Octavius, you might just make a time to meet up before you guys do so you guys can go there tomorrow. <clears throat> I mean, I told you if you don't see me from tonight, I'll see you in the morning at your your place. Okay. No, I don't want to truck all the way there. How far away is the... Uh, is no, no, you won't have to. No. You stay here, keep an eye on him. <laughs> we'll go get some rest you, and I'll wake you kiss. up you and kiss. meet you here. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Now kiss him. No, no. Pick up. <laughs> no. Now give me a little. No. Now give him a taste. No. Now give me a taste. <laughs> no. So you confirm... You, you, yes. you, you let him know that you'll be here in the morning to see him in the morning. Absolutely. All right. Keep an eye on him. Octavius, you have one more drink with them. You leave. The captain of the guards already gone. Uh, our men's already gone. The sheriff left. You guys don't even know when he left. You guys didn't even see him leave. He must have left when you guys were in the alleyway. Um, 
none of you guys see the man smoking the pipe at all the rest of the night or even look for him. So that's fine. Why are you raising your hand? You can say something. You have a mic in front of you. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to... Uh, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm, I'm spending the night uh, propped up against the door. You will take negatives doing that. I'm an elf. And in this world, elves uh, can go sleepless. That is very true. Okay. Without negatives. I can't do it often. It's not that you don't sleep without negatives. It's just that all you have to do is meditate a little bit. Yeah. And you then, don't need a full eight hours. That is what I'm doing tonight. Uh, just so our listeners understand, elves in this world, true elves, not half elves, true elves in this world uh, do what they what we what we call the elven sleep, which is they can go days, they can go weeks, they can go months, they can go years without actually sleeping. All they have to do is meditate a little bit. The downside of that is the longer they go, the more uh, unstable mentally they become. And then when they actually do sleep, they can sleep for months. They can sleep for uh, years even to try and catch up for the amount of sleep that they've lost. So we call it the elven sleep. Thaddeus, you traveled <laughs> to the outskirts and you follow the tracks and... You notice the tracks continue into the wild. Now, you can follow these tracks all night, but you won't make it to town back. If you were on a horse, it'd be different. Is it just one set of tracks? At some point, about three o'clock in the morning, you find where the tracks meet up with the other horse tracks. Do I get a sense of direction which way they go? Yes. Where? From I mean, where, I know these areas really well. From where they came. Right. We can probably get both. It comes from the direction of the exodus of Shangri is the direction that it comes. It's a place that Trinidine... That's what the, the Trinidine would call that. All right. The closer it gets to the capital of Farine, well, what would have been is the exodus of uh, Shangri. So it's a trail? It's a trail that goes to a specific spot. All right, I'll start heading back towards the keep. Do you go back to the keep, or do you go back to Octavius's? Octavius, they have a keep. Uh, Yeah, it's a house. (laughs) All right, I go back to his house. I thought you said they were nobles. They're nobles. Yeah, it's like a it's it it was reminiscent of like the houses in Skyrim, like the two story big houses with the hearse in the middle, and they're kind they're kind of like smaller mansions, really. And they are mansions. Well, I'll go back to the they're not they're not stone fortresses though. Okay, whatever. I go back to his place. Okay, um, you get there about four o'clock in the morning, Badius, and you see a barn. Uh, you move around pretty quietly. You can kind of nest there for the night if you want. Yeah, I don't. know. I slept in worse places. All right, the snow does not fall the next day. It is still there's still snow on the ground, but it is not actually snowing. You know what I mean? There's clear skies today. And now morning comes, Baddies, you're awoken by chickens and farm people doing farm stuff. And it's, it's sunrise when you wake up, so you only get a couple hours of sleep. So I want you to go ahead and roll your stamina, difficulty of a six, to see if you take any negatives. Octavius, you go to bed about midnight. You wake up the next morning, and you go out 
you do your normal farm stuff. You check on the people and make sure everything's going good. You talk to uh, Cody. Everything's fine. The farm's doing good. You check on your father. Your father's good. You go outside, and you see Badia standing there waiting for you. Octavius, before you leave, um, Pris approaches you mm-hmm. and hands you a cloth that's wrapped up. What's this? It's long. Unwrap it. You see your great-grandfather's champion sword wrapped up in there. Sheath with a belt. Uh, what do they call that? A, a frog skin? <laughs> yeah, scabbard. It's just a frog. A frog? Yeah, frog skin. <laughs> <laughs> scabbard and frog, yeah. Just in case I run into trouble? Something tells me, my lord, that you may run into trouble. Your father insisted that you take it. Tell him thank you very much for it. I was just going to take the one I had on the lake, but this will probably do me much, much better. Uh, it's a Fernian's champion sword, so it's not a... This ain't no peasant sword. No, this is something that will yeah. mess some people up. Uh, like I said, you see Octavius... Wrap it up, put it to the back of my cloak so it's just out of sight. Okay. Uh, like I said, you see Badia standing outside waiting for you when you go out there. And then uh, that takes us back to the tavern... Um, where Grimdorf and Cal are waking up. Um, well, Cal wasn't awake. He wasn't sleeping. He was meditating. So, Grimdorf, you awaken to see that um, doesn't look like Cal ever went to sleep in the bed. The bed's still completely made. <laughs> That's his choice, then. Cal. What's Cal doing? Give me a perception and alertness while you're meditating. <clears throat> Difficulty of an eight because you are meditating. Real quick, Grimdorf, before you say this, this is something that Cal sees. Um, so, Cal, what did you get for that roll? I had a uh, 110. 110, okay. You, as you're meditating, you hear come to the door. You kind of crack an eye. You can hear shuffling, and then under the door, you see feel like somebody's kneeling on the other side of the door and you see the keyhole and you see the keyhole go black and then it stares in there whoever this person is for a moment and then stands up you hear shuffling and then you hear armor chinking and stuff with it I, I stay I don't move okay he leaves and then it I, leaves and I uh uh grab my shoe and I throw it at Grimdorf. <laughs> Grimdorf, you're abruptly woken up. The sun's barely wake, uh, barely cracking the sky at the moment. Well, good morning to you as well. Our uh, ironclad friend is leaving. Is that right? We should go check in on it. After you. And we Can should I- also make obtaining weapons again a priority. Can I have my shoe back? Oh, here. <clears throat> Badius and Octavius, um, you guys make your way back to the bale fire. The sun is shining today. The snow is frosted on the ground from the night before, and the temperature is a bit more comfortable compared to last night. As you guys go in there, you notice that the horse outside um, from the armored gentleman is no longer at the... Uh, hitching post. The hitching post. <laughs> I'll never remember. The bale fire is quiet this morning. It smells of bacon and coffees, small chatter from the morning patrons, and 
A musician playing soothing sounds is on stage. Some people scattered about at some tables are still asleep from the night before, and the people that are up are eating breakfast. A fire is roaring in the corner. Sir, good to see you. Good morning. Uh, did you see him leave? Uh, no, we didn't see anybody leave. His horse is in there, though. Grimdorf, if you want to go ahead and give me an intelligence and leadership. All right, that go, is... Um, what's the difficulty? A seven. Uh, Gobly starts handing out fresh fruit, wheats, uh, cereals, and juices and milks. One success at the night. Grimdorf, you need to decide. You should include at least the captain or the sheriff, and you guys need to come to a conclusion on what that's going to be. And you should probably approach the group about this. Why do we need one or the other? Because um, you guys shouldn't be investigating any of this without having an authority figure with you. Yeah, none of us are any kind of authority. That makes sense. I'm a busted noble. He's a ranger. He's a bark. I'm already in trouble. Or lech. Barlet. Ne'er do well. Ne'er do well. Thank you. It's got more of a ring to it. So however you want to approach the group about that, Grimdorf. Hmm. How to put this? Whatever we do today, we cannot do it without two things. We will need our weapons, and we will need an official. Someone who can serve as plausible deniability. If we investigate this on our own, we can never come up with proof. At least not any that will put us above suspicion. So... What we need the, somebody that everybody trusts. What are, they, what are our options? Precisely. Well, there is the sheriff. However, he is a marmot. His skills in healing could be useful. But at what price? Well, there is also the guard captain. He would come with us. He seems trustworthy. Him and I have been friends for years. It doesn't seem too it, bright, though. And I trust him. No, he's no. not exceptional, only intelligent. He but can he provide will. us with some added muscle, but between the three of us or four of us... He will get us into places your shining, smiling face may not. Well, for, for what are we looking here? Are we looking for muscle? Are we looking for healing? Are we just looking for someone to help us do what we need to do without suspicion? In my opinion, the sheriff would be the wiser choice. He seems to know about these matters in ways that someone who could not perform miracles could never guess at. That being said, he is a marmon. I don't trust him. As such, I believe the captain is the better choice. Uh, Personally, I have a better uh, uh, repartee with with the captain. Really, that's all right. He tried to stand up for me, and it was wasn't let in the uh, uh, magistrate's like office, right? Correct. He wasn't allowed in there. The sheriff did that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it seems strange that the that the sheriff prevented the captain of the guard from going into the magistrate's house. The sheriff has more authority than him here. Right, but as the captain of the guard, shouldn't he be aware or privy to the information being sent? 
Under normal circumstances, yes. Yeah, this isn't normal circumstances. And especially with it being his daughter. Yeah, what Grimdorf does convey to you guys is you guys should probably have one of the two of them, and you guys need to figure it out. Yeah, that, I, I, I agree that we should have one of the two. And so I, that's two votes for captain. Yeah. Anyone vote for sheriff? I'm not saying anything about it. I'm trying to see, get a handle on, as a poker player, I'm seeing what you guys bet. You're doing first. exactly see what everybody else is going. Well, you know my, made you, fun of Peter for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know so my, I really wait, you know edgy, my, edgy bingo, Neil yeah. gets a piece. Yeah. Bingo. No, there's a, there's a reason for it, dick butt. Okay. Because I'm trying to understand, I'm trying, trying to understand everybody's character. Yes. <laughs> I'm, dick to come in dick butt on the air. Jackass. <laughs> call me a dick butt on the air. I'm going to leave it. Yeah. It's because. I like that insult. Not, not because I'm trying to be edgy. It's because I'm, I'm trying to understand if you guys are somebody Fair that enough. I, I can trust or not. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't call you edgy. Either. Well, I mean, no. it, if you're really looking at it, my vote is only like, is purely selfish. Well, Just, but that that's a tell, and I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, for tells. That's a tell. yeah. Octavius is. Uh, you see that Badius is looking at you with a blank stare, <laughs> waiting to see what you're going to say. I say this. I've known these men probably more than most of you. I've grown up with the captain of the guard, and in a fight, fighting a man with a sword, and another man with a sword. He's the one I would want to have my back. With the matters that we just saw in the past couple of days, with a woman frozen in a lake and weapons getting frozen to a lake, this is out of his area of expertise. I don't think he can handle it. So I, I have never seen shit like I've seen in the past couple of days. Well, we're going to the sage, mate. Is the sage going to come with us? Uh, I don't know, but we're going to go there regardless. This might be out of... They both were there at the lake, and none of them did a damn thing about it. We're, we're going to the sage, regardless. But at least the sheriff had a little more understanding of what was happening. Look, if your vote hinges on was who can do anything about I, it... He was able to... If you're going to try and change his mind, you need to roll for that. I think my vote is for the sheriff, but I would have to... We would have to keep an eye on him, because I don't trust... I, I don't know him well that enough to trust him. Saying. I agree. The captain of the guard? I Cal- do, absolutely. Go ahead, and if you want to try and uh, persuade Octavius into your vote, you're going to have to roll uh, manipulation and leadership. Nah, I got it. I got it. I'm letting this kind of unfold in front of me. I'm just watching. I'm not a local. I got uh, 257. House rules, 257. He's got one success. What do you say? I said, they were both at the lake. None of them could do anything about the situation there. Uh, if, if, if your decision is, is, is cruxed upon that, you know from that situation that there's no bearing on who to choose. The sheriff did heal our wounds in a moment's notice. He also seemed to know something in, of the chains. In a matter of seconds. Well, don't get hurt again. I didn't get hurt. Toughen up. I have a manuscript describing the um, capabilities of the chains, which we'll take to the uh, sage. You have a manuscript? And where did you obtain it? Did I not read it to him? You haven't told anybody that. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> you're a dick like that. Shit, I am a dick like Correction, that. Correction, you are the dickhead. <laughs> you <laughs> are the dickhead. dickhead. All right, I'll dick put that head, hat dick. back on. No, my life is a dickhead. Mushy, mushy dickhead. Being dickhead. a dickhead's dickhead. cool. From what I could tell, the, the sheriff seemed to have allegiances not towards truth, but sort towards protecting the magistrate's image towards this town. Hmm. So I feel that if we brought the sheriff, it wouldn't do your investigation much good toward the people. It would just be to protect the magistrate. You think he would... I agree. ...tamper with evidence? What I'm trying to say is, though, for what means, to what ends, is he doing that for him? He seemed to be doing it because he was the sheriff and he was truly trying to find the answers of what was happening. And and if these answers conflict with the magistrate's needs, what would you think would happen? I do believe that he believes it in what he's doing and that he's trying to help in some way. But I also understand that he answers to somebody else. He's just doing his job. It is a tough decision here, but you guys have to come up with one. Well, I, re- I mean, like, as a player, I, I, I want the sheriff. As a, my character wants the captain. Okay. Like, I mean, like, does that make any sense? Yes. So three, three of you guys choose the yeah, it seems captain? Like captain's a choice. Captain, here. captain, All captain. Right. Well, after we've secured our weapons and spoken to the sage, we should speak to a guard have them send word over to the captain. And we should do this before we conduct anything resembling a formal investigation. If we can just grab one of the guards I know as we're walking through. I know a lot of people in this town. Well, I, I, I know how to get the captain's yeah. uh, attention. I got, like, contact three. I know a lot of people in this town. Okay. Great. Okay. <clears throat> right. Well, you guys gather your things, and you guys start moving up. You guys step out of the tavern and into the merchant's courtyard. The sun is rising over the Eastern Alps and people are starting to set up wagons and kiosk booths in the square. It's starting to get a little busier. And, and like I said, travels are, travelers are coming into the town and it seems like others are leaving. At that moment, a city guard happens to be passing by the group here. Hey, friend, can you send a message over to Arvin Desis for me? Just, Octavius, how are you? Good, good, good. Of course. Just tell him we're looking for them. We're going to go talk to a sage and then be back over here. So if he can meet us at one of those locations. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Of course. I'll get word to him as soon as possible. Appreciate it. Cal, what can you tell me about this sage? Uh, Octavius, Cal, you guys do know what the town sage's name is. You know where his shop is. His name is Uroke Hirogis. You're okay, Herogus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, uh, fucking uh, Master Herogus. Oh, you humans have such strange names. <laughs> don't they? Mm-hmm. Cal, he's not human. You don't know what he is, but he ain't fucking human. <laughs> oh, he, he's something funky. He's definitely not human, though. You say you humans, but there's really only one human here. I look at you three. Uh, and no one said anything about your smell yet, either. I don't care your smell. <laughs> I say that seriously. Are like I care no smell. I, I like, wink. I wink at. I wink at the other two. So you Probably are only a half little human. Bit, <laughs> a little bit of a woodsy aroma to him. I make sure to stay neutral. 
Octavius Grim- Grindorf is confused. He thought you were a human. Huh. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I'm only half human. Hmm. My mother was a wild elf from the south that ventured up here as for the pointy ears here. Hmm. And the way my eyes kind of change color from green to gold all the time. I would, I would say that would be his better half, but I know his father too well. <laughs> well, then perhaps I should drink less. <laughs> Cal, Octavius, you both know that um, Iroquois, or Master Hirogis's place, is in the middle of the square. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. He's got a, a sign out front. And he's got a window f- storefront. It's a pretty basic shop. There's just some. There's a lot of books in there. There's scrolls, but a lot of it's been written by him. He's a writer himself. He's a town sage. He does everything a sage you would consider to be done. As far as you're concerned, you've never seen him actually do any real magic. Though. I just like minor healings mm-hmm. or like herbs and shit. Herbs. As far as you're concerned, yeah. you know he is a member of the Merchants Guild. Oh shit! Do you guys start walking down the streets? And uh, like I said, it's a Monday morning, so I'm pretty sure it's a Monday morning. I think the game started on. Sunday morning because it was a Saturday night that Cal fell asleep in the bar and there was a celebration. So it's a Monday morning. Work is starting up. Even though it is middle of winter, it is a nice day, like I said. Uh, the temperature's um, tolerable. And you can see a clear shot of those Tempest Mountains in the background. It looks like fucking Switzerland. It's awesome. Um, you guys start talking through... or talking. You guys start walking through Times... Or, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Button it up. Unique New Same York. Tonight. <laughs> unique, unique, unique New York. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan today. <laughs> Man, this place has never been the same since Giuliani. Oh my God. Lanolin? Your name's Lanolin? Like sheep? Like sheep? Scotch, scotch, scotch. Um, you guys start walking through town square. Um, it is, it's actually quite nice. Uh, people, you guys notice people do shake Octavius's hand. They know who he is. They, uh, approach him. They talk to him. They treat him like he is still kind of a Lord here in town, even though he has no actual title. They don't care. The people here still follow tradition, even though it is unspoken. Is that because of his brother? It's because of his family. Yeah. His family. I, I imagine you, you talk to these people nicely. Absolutely. You know? I, I, you know, shake hands, yep. talk, kiss babies, stuff like that. Yep. But, you know, I don't you, consider myself a, a noble. politician? I, no, I don't <laughs> consider myself like nah, any kind I, of any being better than anybody else. I'm just a farmer just like they are. I, Digging the dirt and everything else. But. but yeah, it's a real town. I mean, people are shoveling snow off the streets. They're cleaning the streets. They're yeah. cleaning up trash. They're doing yeah. everything they're supposed to be doing here. I've been here for like 50 years. So you guys get to a corner crossing. I and talk to people. You know, if anybody needs well, help, how, I how, like help How old is up. your character? How old is Octavian? 50. Oh, you're an old man. 
Well, how old do you look? Oh, wait. You're oh, you're an old elf. Half what, what is What is a, what is a half-elven life age? He doesn't know. Right. But but how is he? How old does he look? Right. He looks now, like I his... look like I'm like early twenties. Hmm. You wish. You guys don't know. He doesn't know. Hey, he has I, no idea I, how long I he's I identify as a twenty year old, so I, that's what I write on. Like, mm. I was gonna. <laughs> Shut up, Peter. <laughs> no, I was gonna actually go back to the. I have to, have to get my driver's license redone. I was gonna be like, you know what? I identify as a twenty-year-old, so I, I would like to be. Oh yeah. shit! Why isn't that a thing? All right, all right. Hot table <laughs> rules. We got a very short time here. Seth's gotta work in the morning, so I'm gonna call hot table rules. Hot table, hot table. Would you like to join me in the hot table? Hot table. Um, you guys get to a corner. It's an intersection of four-way crossing. Uh, you see buildings come to corners as the middle of the square kind of connects here and on one of the corners you see a small gray building three story um i say small because the, even though it's three stories is tall it's just not very wide it's in the corner the building's architecture is pretty awesome it's actually made out of wood brick and stone and up each side of the window where the, the corners meets um has tall skinny serpent torches that are lit and a gargoyle hangs at the peach uh the peak of the building stretching out over the entrance and a wooden side sign hangs from its hands uh, the sign is carved nicely and painted with a mortar and pestle and a cauldron behind that and the words a st- uh, the star and the winds written in old Fernian. i always love the name of this shop well after you then mm-hmm. walk in Look around and see if we could see the shop owner. As you guys walk through the doors, a bell rings and you see a small shop inside. Uh, books on some of the walls, other bookshelves running through the middle of the store. Um, there are stone floors in the building. Um, it's nice and warm in there. And the ingredients and herbs are on some of the other parts of the walls. And a small section of that is, is dedicated to adventuring. In the middle of the shop is a strong hearth with a cauldron swinging above it. Meandering around through the bookshelves, you see a large man. You see him fumbling around, getting ready to open up for the day. I mean, it's not like he ever has any fucking clients in this place. I mean, he does it occasionally. Everybody's, somebody's always sick. I take that back. He's always got fucking clients coming in out of this place. It's mostly mundane shit like that. Blue remedies. And As he turns and looks mentals. at you, you guys see skin black as coal eyes blue as ice like 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 glacier blue um hair white beard white balding in the middle cold as that kind of hair he's got pointy ears and he's got canine type teeth and he's got a hunchback and or a humpback and he's got big cloaks and robes wrapped around him but they're all old Nothing, you know, no, no fineries, uh, mishmash, you know, hodgepodge of cloths and such. And you see on his fingers, he's got jewelry and rings and such and long fingernails. And um, on his hands, there are markings. It looks like gold paint. And they look like some type of markings on his hands and whatnot. But his back is huge. His, his hunch, humpback is huge. Um, it almost makes him look bigger than he really is. 
and you guys, the people that live here, know him as uh, Irokai Hirogis. He's wearing a uh, cloak over his hunchback. He's wearing all kinds of robes and stuff over his hunchback. Humpback, whatever you want to call it. Good morning, uh, Irokai. Humpback, yeah. hunch, hump. Is it both? I think I think either is okay. Oh, oh, hey, huh. oh. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, a full, full, full party, full hardy party. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you. How are you doing? Oh, Octavius. Good morning to you, sir. Good. Good morning. I recognize your face, young man. What was your name? Calero. Cal See. See. Yes. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if we could steal a moment of your time. Here we go. We may need your aid. You have... Your information. You have the world with you. And the guild. <laughs> oh, this must be important. Yeah, odd combination that yeah, you have very come, come in. together. Come in. Shut the door. I was just sweeping. Shut the door behind you. Let the come cold in. air in. I, it's uh, a nice day. Put I lock my hat the door. and cape on a peg. He kind of looks at you like locking the door, like kind of oddly like, okay... Um, it's for privacy. If you're looking for privacy, there's nobody here. You wouldn't want someone to walk in. You're not going to rob me, are you? No, <laughs> we're definitely not going to rob you. You can relax. <laughs> but yeah, this is a little what do you, bad, is, lacking in what personal do you got, skills. Though? What do you got? I'll put down the piece of paper, the parchment that was given to me, and I slide it over to him. Now that now that's all secret. He's kind of smiling and grinning like he's not taking you serious. Do you want to have your homework here? I put down a lacryden <laughs> next to it. What? Where did you get this, young man? Young elf? Where did you get it? It was put in my hand. Was it put in your hand? Did you thief it from someone? It was put in his hand. He I'm not going to pay you for this if you stole this. It was put in my hand. By whom? We all just stare at Peter. I am <laughs> yes, by whom? M magistrate Hecklem de Mio. The magistrate gave this to you. Who? I did. Uh, Octavius, it have to do with your property, doesn't it? It does have to do with Kara. Poor soul. And Kara that I heard was out there? Yes. Kara's down oh, there. Oh, so terrible. Kara's down there. Oh my god, I didn't know it was her. It's Demure's daughter? Mm-hmm. How dreadful. Oh, this is terrible. This is Marmon. Just a couple of He starts days. reading the paper. What an awful, dreadful language. You understand it? I mean, I am Marmon, of course I do. So I don't know as I am. Chains of frozen binding. The Chains of Frozen Binding. Any luck with that roll? It kind of fell half over. What does that mean? Uh, it, it was a 10, a 10, an 8, and a 1. Sure. Well. What are you rolling, uh, Jake? Empathy and perception. Perception and empathy to see if he's going to fuck us you know that You know this dude. You wouldn't roll that. Uh, uh, I'm kind of nervous about everybody right now. That's fine. You can roll it. Um, you're watching him. I'll let you know if you notice anything that's uh, you should be concerned about. Okay. Thank you. I have nothing but... Like pure faith in this guy. Okay. What are chains of frozen binding? 
It's a spell. It's a powerful spell. It's a chaotic spell. It is a Marmon spell. And it is something taught by the Acolytes there. The Marmons use magic? Yeah, the Marmons are the only ones, really, that advertise the fact that they use magic. Um, have you ever been... Wait, you say the Marmons as if you're not one. Yeah, I gave up that lifestyle a long time ago. We, we all adopted it. You can't just look at you like all beady-eyed. We all adopted it recently. I thought you have not adopted Marmon lifestyle. Well, you think because you have a magistrate from chaos, the hearts? I know, because the people will not speak for Of chaos that you... Then, because they're scared. Do you see any other marmins here? Do you see soldiers? I don't see any soldiers, do you? You did not go to the estate. There that's are soldiers they, there. That's where they stay. They protect the magistrate. Rightfully so. We're digressing. The sheriff. This is true. The sheriff, what about him? He seemed to be able to call down miracles of a sort. He's a follower of Lucretius. Of course he does. And you're saying that there are other forms of magic that the Mormons practice? Uh, if, as far as I know, yes. Um, he is what is called an invoker. He invokes the power of Lucretius. Because of this, Lucretius graces him with some power, like healing. Is this spell that you say, is it common? It is a very powerful spell that is not very common, no. Is this spell responsible for the freezing of the lake? The lake is frozen? Yes. Yes. All the weapons are frozen. Why hasn't the magistrate come to see me about this particular matter? Because he tasked us to do it. Well, then you shall take me to this lake. Okay. This is a very dangerous spell. It can attach other things to the ice and such, if anything is impacted into the ice. Is she or is she not attached to these chains? She, she is, is very much attached. She is to quite attached. He turns away from you guys and crosses his arms. She's attached. He starts stroking his beard. Do you think we could get her back alive? What is this sort of spell normally used for? He kind of looks over his shoulder you know, in your question. I don't know. Octavius, that was a lie. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Could, could, could we get her back, though? No. She's gone. I... You think it's odd that maybe this kind of rare spell is used here and that the magister has a so-called copy of said spell in his repertoire. He's not capable of casting such magic. Right, but you're missing my point. We are investigating these matters on his behalf with his blessing and the blessing of the king. What is is his name again? The, the, The sage. Oh, the sage? You're okay. Or Urakay, however you want to pronounce it. Addy, yes, he looks to your question. Well, the magistrate is an avid collector of books, so it would make sense. Master, you're quiet. Why, 
why would why would imp- entlings entlings be attacking this tree folk? Yes, riding wolves. They try to take her body from the lake. Try to prevent us from getting it. Hmm. Violently so. Everyone around me has been injured by one. I can only imagine it had to do with the natural order of things. They may not like what's happening here. Trinidine here may have more answers to that than I would. I only know about magic and stuff. The wilds? It is beyond most of my teachings. There is a tree in the woods that do not belong. Do you know of it? A tree? Yes. What tree? A tree from Where? the south. Take me to the lake, then take me to the tree. We shall look into these matters. Lights obviously the way. Hold on a second. Let me um, gather some things. There are things frozen in a lake. Aye. Absolutely. That are not attached to the binds. A sword and a sword. Your weapons. Yes. Yes. I will get them out for you. I'm less concerned about my weapon than I am about Kara. She's, She's gone. Let her go. It is to be the best thing to do is to let her go. So she's no more... She's dead. She's passed. She should be to you, yes. He starts kind of reaching up over his things. You see him grab a coal of sack, or a sack of coal. Uh, you see him grab salt. You see him grab other ingredients and such. And he starts packing up a bag. Erica, if we're going to come to the heart of this matter, we need to know absolutely everything. We need to have every bit of information so we can analyze it. When I get it all together, I will give it to you. Well, is there anything I can do to help you? Um, carry this. <laughs> he hands you a satchel. I put it on my back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Grimdorf, he grabs you by the arm, and you will walk me. I'll unlock, <laughs> I'll, I'll unlock the door. Okay, you see the captain of the guard walking up. He kind of puts his hands up. Good to see you. You're starting without me, I see. It's a brisk morning. We decided to get a jump. It's so actually quite a beautiful morning today, isn't it? Really glad to see you joining us, sir. Any word from the sheriff? Not yet. Uh, we imagine that you'll uh, send him a report. Let's get a head start then, shall mm-hmm. we? Armin. There was a rider that came in last night. Yeah, my uh, guards told me about him. He paid the toll. When did he leave? He hasn't left. His horse wasn't at the building when we arrived. He's still here in town, so my guards say. He's been traveling some of the shops here. He does seem very suspicious, but we've been keeping an eye on him. Is there something that we should be concerned with when it comes to this person? Think he's going to start another fire? Yes. Fire? You think he's the one that started the fire? You see Herogus gets uh, frustrated and irritated with the lack of focus here on him putting his time together into this. Is there anything else I should know about this situation? I feel like you're leaving things out here. What have you figured out before we get all the way to the lake? I'm so d- I know to bring anything else. I'm just going to we'll dump discuss- everything I know right now. We'll discuss it on the walk. Let's I may walk need to time. bring things with me. Why don't you tell me now? What else is there? I think that's all I got. What fire? There is a cabin outside of town. Do you know about it? There's many cabins outside of town. There was one set of blaze last night. That way. Over there. I'll give him the exact placement. I, I don't know of this cabin. What about it? Inside there was a burned body and a hand that was holding a paper, a note. 
I had the note. It seems to be of magic since it wasn't burned. So we're like just all up trusting this guy. Well, what else did you find? Anything else? Yes. Some sort of magical artifact. I would not touch it. Why? It seemed to have... I don't unwrap it. I hand just hand him the wrap pack. It seemed cloth. to have an effect on the mind. What effect? You made him babble. What did you babble? The key is in the cove. The cove is only understood by the Trinidine. I. He looks to you, Badius. Does that make any sense to you? To repeat this again and again. There are many coves. Yes, there are. He looks away for a moment. And he mumbles to himself. That body in there was burned. And those two items were in the shack. Correct. Curious. Curious indeed. He hands the items back to you. That crystal. Do not touch it again. Alright, we gave you, you give us. What is it? The crystal? Yes. It is an artifact. It's a personal belonging and it's an artifact of remembrance. This dwarf should be able to take you to this cove. He knows the phrase. Oh, wonderful. Normally when people need reminders, they write a note or... um some sort of magical, mystical map? I can only imagine the reason somebody would want to use something like this. If they really didn't want to forget the phrase. Or or maybe they were leaving it for somebody else. Who knows? I mean, do you even know if these situations are related at all? It seems an odd coincidence. Well, let's go to the lake. Let's get your weapons back at least. I can get those back for now. Well, let's go. You guys get to the lake. Mm-hmm. Everything else is exactly the same, except there's a tent around it. And as you guys are approaching, Herogus stops for a moment and he breathes in the air. Other magic has been cast here, has it not? Yes, a restorative spell. I smell chaos. The sheriff. He keeps walking. And he kneels down next to Kara. Ah, terrible this is. Terrible indeed. He starts setting up. He sets up the coal, and he pours the salt around it. And he pours his blood from a wound that he cuts onto his arm, onto the coal and the salt. And he starts speaking Marmond. And as he does that, you see any of the objects around this lake that are frozen within the lake become unfrozen. You see the ice come up from underneath to where the lake would normally be frozen. And then as soon as his spell breaks that he just casts, which you can't tell if it's like a weird mundane thing that he... 
it's weird. He's not like blatantly casting magic. You know what I mean? He's doing things. Yeah. It. He has a whole process to it. He says things. All you do see is the eyes come back. Your swords. He kind of points to you guys as his eyes are closed. I to did. grab your weapons. No, I want to grab my sword. Do you grab your sword? Yeah. Yeah. Badius, give me a perception alertness. While this is happening. Two nines, two sevens, and a one. What the hell? You see you see a bunch of birds fucking spread from the forest above or off to the north. Add a character that means something's moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um I step away from the group and um whatever they're doing, I uh I take my bird, set it to the side, and I start um, notching, um, pulling my boat. Like, I pull the bow off my back and start uh, putting my bow together. Okay. Well, so whatever they're doing, I just kind of step <laughs> away. Gundorf, come here. Let's figure out where this cove is. Take my hands. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hmm? What? She's still in there. Of course she is. She can't There's nothing I can do for her. I am a, a town sage. What do you expect from me? I got your weapons back. That's what you said you needed. He told us he wasn't strong enough to take her out. You have the paperwork. I will decipher this spell for you, but you need the components to do so. He says the key is in the cove. If this has anything to do with what you need to do, you have to check this cove. And you have to bring this trinidine with you. There's movement in the forest. What's well, a forest? Of course there is. He seems to shrug it off. You guys see me notch an arrow. What's the captain doing this whole time? He's just watching you guys. I reach to the back of my cloak. And he talked to his men when you guys first arrived, but he's still just. I take the hood off. Um, I take the hood off my uh, my eagle. Give me your hands, Grimbluff. Come in. Focus. I keep my sword in one hand. Give him his. Give him my other hand. His mustache lights a little bit on either end, Grimdorf. And you smell incense coming from his mustache. Various. Focus. Smell the incense? You smell that? Of course. Uh, close your eyes. Keep repeating the phrase. All right. I close my eyes and do so. Uh, give me a will save. You need a willpower check? Yes. <laughs> Give me a willpower check. <laughs> hey, I grab a, a various by its beak, and I start I start whispering commands to it. Uh, I got a. It looks like, like you nine, all cold and two, dinosaur like. Two nines and a six. Does this explode? Do I mean, do any of these? No. no. Okay. Take to the air, circle. Keep an eye on me. What's the difficulty? I set it free. It flies off. Difficulty um, seven. But when I speak, I speak in an uh, in Akari. I don't, I don't speak in common. Okay. Five successes. Five successes. Yeah. Um, you're in your mind. You hear the keys in the cove. The cove is only understood by the Trinidad. The keys in the cove. The cove is only understood by Trinidad. And as you're saying that over and over and over in your head again, you see a in the blackness of your eyes being shut. You smell the incense, and you hear. It starts becoming more and more apparent. What is that? Listen, listen to me. And you hear, um, Herogus. Can you hear me? Can you? Yes. 
So you're mumbling now. Don't pay no attention to that. If you look ahead, you will tell me which path to take. Go ahead and look ahead. I look ahead. You're kind of sorting through the blackness and you see a trail. The trail feels cold. You hear crying. The crying from a young woman and her voice ages as she cries into a woman's voice. You hear a man say, It is your duty. His voice sounds familiar. You hear at that moment a scream and the road starts moving super fast and it gets to a a crossroad. There are remains of people torn and thrown about at the crossroad. Hands and limbs and torsos and you smell that of rotting flesh. Among the remains, something whispers, Death Head. You choose a path and you hear Herogus. He says, Keep following it. As you get to a cliff overlooking a beautiful sea and in the middle lies a grand metropolis. In the sky you see fire rain down and everything goes black. And you hear, the key is in the cove. The key is in the cove. You can roll your wits. And do you have hearth knowledge? Hearth lore? No. You mean hearth wisdom? Hearth wisdom, I mean. I do not. Do you have any academics or any of that stuff? I do have academics, yes. Uh, wits and academics, uh, difficulty of an eight. Cal, you look at me? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm going to go like over to um, uh, Kara's corpse, I, I guess, and, and kneel by it. Octavius, you see Cal go over there. He's obviously finally starting to take all of this in. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm clearly weeping. I could blow willpower for that. No successes. So you do blow willpower point. How many successes did you get? You said you got nothing? Just one, yes. So you just got one success from the willpower point, yeah. The only thing you can think of is maybe uh, the capital of Farine, or the old capital of Farine, Shangri-Li. And there's plenty of coves there. All right. I reiterate that to, to the good folks here. Well, now you're talking, you're actually in a uh, trance right now. Um, talking with the sage. Pierogus right, has okay. got you in a deep, deep uh, hypnotism. So while they're doing, what do I... I'll what, tell you in a second. You know, what, you, you're, what happens with you is going to happen simultaneously. Okay. You hear um, Pierogus, as he's in a trance with you, he says out loud so the group can hear, the Cove of Solstice. In Shangri-Li. Batty, uh, you hear that. And as a Trinidine, you should be able to roll your survival and your intelligence. Survival and intelligence? Well, whatever you would dictate um, landmarks. That'd be survival, wouldn't it? Mm, that would be survival. I mean, unless you have I like... I love these fucking dice. So, two nines and an eight. Yeah. Well, you needed the... Badius. The Cove of Solstice is in the ruins of Shangri. I don't say anything. I start walking towards the tree line and I grab a couple of soldiers. Mount up here. Four of you. Notch some arrows. They look back at the captain. He said the captain nods to them. Shit. I take out the sword. Grimdorf, you fall to your knees and you space out for a solid round. Okay. As... 
Herogus is trying to break the trance with you. Kyle, Octavius, you see Badius nervous, well, drawing I'm, attention to the I'm, woods. I'm, I'm, I'm weeping in front of the body of uh, Kara. We may not have time for that, friend. Maybe threat on the hill. What? Something's in the woods. I notched two arrows. Draw my grandfather's sword. And then I watch the, the tree line again. But this time intently. I willed both blades. You see a steed sidestepping out of the tree line. <laughs> holding a torch. And you hear an ancient Fernian yelling across the lake. You there! You there! You understand? You will back away? Or so help me, I will light that lake of fire! Does anybody else here speak Fernian? Yes. I lower my bow. You see all the soldiers look at each other like, what the fuck? Just wait. I was Lord, uh, you come with me. What, what, what's happening? Get up on your feet. I grab him, Nick, and pull him up to his feet. You see, Horus? Shall I retreat? Is this dangerous? Stay put. What? You too. Listen to me. If you run, they may try and circle you around. If Octavius. You with him. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk yes. to the edge. I'm not a fighter. I'm gonna walk to the edge of the bank and, and, these and take on full defense. You I, see the captain of the guard draws swords too. Before before you start walking away, I'm like, wait. What? Guard the body. Yeah. With a, no to at the body. Right. Take some soldiers. Surround the body. I, I give you a good shake. Yeah. Are you with your yeah, I'm awake, I'm awake, yeah. Grab your weapon. Yeah. But I need your diplomacy. Not your weapon. What's going on? I don't know. I look at the captain. If they ta- if he attacks us. They will be shot by the arrows before he even decides to make an attack. There might be others. Be careful. He's fully armored. I know that. I think diplomacy is the way to go here. I start walking towards him with uh, Grimdorf. I walk as well. Door is slung on my back. So, uh, Grimdorf, Badius, you guys start approaching the Dark Rider. And as you approach him, you notice he resembles the other rider that you saw before. And as you guys are coming closer, you see him getting nervous, and he starts sidestepping his horse. And you hear Infernian, Gojai! Gojai! Defilikis! And you see the other guy, Gojai, the tough guy, come out from the other side flanking you guys. And he starts sidestepping his horse, and he's got a torch in his hands. Ah. What he says, Infernian. My new friend. Says, Gojai, Gojai, make yourself present. They're coming. A pleasure, Gojai. He's got his helmet on, uh, as before. Fancy seeing you here. You guys start approaching him, or do you guys kind of keep your distance? Uh, approach, but slowly. I have my arrows down. I keep a few steps ahead and I keep my hands up. But I'm walking kind of like behind him. Listen. Not in a surrender, but more than like, hey, I'd hug you if I could. He opens his cloak up, 
and you see a sword on his side that he unsheaths and you see uh, from his horse's saddle you see him pull and extend a pole arm with his other arm you're going to set that lake on fire with those torches if I have to this how would you do so this is an ice lake You sound like a madman. You may approach and chat with me, he says in common. Only for a moment, for I hear horses. Horses? Horses. I don't hear any. Do I hear anything? Well, none of us are West Pergamidians. We are neutral. Go ahead and roll your perception alertness. Six, six, six. Just sixes? Six, six, six. You don't hear anything, but you can see the snow dust on the lake trembling. What interest do you have in the girl? She's long dead. He stares past you and to where her body is and then looks right back at you. You left something in the fire. He kind of gives you a shocked look on him on his face like like you were there he says to you you have no idea what you all cons- got yourself mixed up in Trinidad Master Dwarf I don't know who you serve I don't know if you've hired this Trinidine here but if you have you need to hire him to get you the fuck out of here and get out of this mess you're right we don't know what we we're dealing with so why don't you help us know so excuse yourself listen our friend here is trying to say is there are innocents there that don't know as well. Then gather them and leave this place. Those torches aren't going to set this lake ablaze. With all due respect, have you ever known a dwarf to run? Much less on some vague warning? If you stay here, this will end poorly. I can promise you that, and that is not a threat. You see his helmet as you're getting closer as you guys are walking up. Is his hood's down. He's wearing an old-school uh, T-shaped kind of helmet, you know what I mean? Like the, I don't know what those are called, but you know what I'm talking about? Like the long parts here, and it's like a T-shape in the middle. And he's got like a weird bent fucking fan on top, but it's all burnt off and crisped down. And it's got clay all over his helmet and plaster. And same thing as armor. And you can see underneath his helmet, there's a long braided beard coming out. I, uh, Grimdorf, I kind of lean into you and I say, listen... Can you try to... I don't think these people are our enemy. And they don't need to be an enemy. But they obviously believe that we are in allegiance with who they think is their enemy. Can you give us some time? Maybe have them meet us somewhere. This woman is not going anywhere. And they cannot set this lake ablaze with torches. It's magic. They may not know this. The last thing I want is for your or for the companions back there to get into a fight needlessly. It might be too late for that. As he says and interrupts you and you see the sheriff with ten honor guard at Hecklem Demur riding up to the lake.
Go, Go Jai! Jai! I'll take that fight. Sound, Sound the horn! And you see Gojai pull out a horn, and he blows a horn. And you see two more horses and riders come out of the forest with the same appearance as these two. You're for Indian freedom fighters. He looks down at you. There's no such thing as Farine anymore. And we'll end it there. Good ending. It seems our boys keep finding themselves in sticky circumstances. Barrier sure is putting a heap of faith into whether these armored freedom fighters are just that. And not just a group of terrorists gallivanting around under that guise. And again, Will he be able to continue convincing these others in his party into trusting his gut feeling? How do these soldiers tie into this mess, if at all? And what will happen when the magistrate and his legion heirs encounter them? Oh, I hope there is blood. We'll see if diplomacy is something that can be used on these horsemen, or if they'll have to choose a side. Next episode, how straight does a crow fly? And he who swings his sword first draws blood. Chat for a minute. I'm, a, I'm, Give me take, an I'm, I'm taking full defense in front of. I don't care what the fuck happens to anybody else, but I'm standing in front of my friend, and they're gonna have to get through her, like, get to her through me. There's gonna be a choice here, guys. Um, where do you, you know, where do you guys stand on this? I mean, do you guys cross 
the locals here? Because you know the captain, you know the guards, they're going to stand with the magistrate. That's an easy one for me, yes. Or are you going to back Batty as his possible guests here? Uh, and even if you did, I mean, I'm gonna back you don't know if these guys are nefarious. You guys don't know if these guys are good guys. You don't know if they're bad guys. I'm what are not, you doing, Jake? Stop it. I know they're not friends of the Marmons. <laughs> that's enough for me. Putting away my dad. I don't have a vested interest in the... Uh, you know, freeing versus chaos. My character doesn't have a vested interest. Obviously not. You don't even know what the. You didn't even no, know if that's yeah. a thing. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. It's not that I don't care. You don't even know if they're freeing. No, I mean, if I Baddias, knew, I'd probably. You don't care. even know what Baddias just said right now. All you see is four. I wasn't there. Yeah. We weren't invited. Come <laughs> 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 We weren't invited. So I fucking shut up, Neil. <laughs> so you guys have something to think about <laughs> on uh, the uh, the next episode. Um, you know, where we want to go from there. <laughs> well, you know, I from from what I've gathered is this. All right, something has disrupt, disrupted the natural state of the Akari. Yes. Something nefarious happened here in the lake. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Magister had a paper. Of the exact spell used at the lake. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a clear. I mean, but I mean, you, gave it over you, you know, though. Nick's gonna subvert our expectations. Okay. Just you gave it over freely, though. <laughs> okay, he did. Yeah. That doesn't mean that somebody else didn't have access to that in his estate. Yes. Okay. I know that the people here are scared of the Marmons. Yes. The scholar said so. Mm-hmm. Fear. Yes. Okay. They don't need to have mo- weapons here. They don't need to have soldiers here. They got. Right. They have the fear of the idea that Marmond might come back. And I also have strong national allegiances, and my character has his own motive, which is his own personal prophecy. Okay. So Wait. I know where I clearly stand. The problem is, how do I get? And, and it would be just talking, but I don't have time to talk. There is no time to talk where at does, this point. Where does Grimdorf stand? Uh, that's, I, that's what I'm curious about. I don't know. Are you Why don't you ask it? him? <laughs> don't like the Marmons. I mean, you can ask him out out of character. Uh, it's not going to be in character, obviously, and just play uh, character no, knowledge. Yeah, so, so I like. I don't. I don't. I don't like the the thing I'm questioning is like you're out for like clearly Grimdorf is out for like. Uh, I'll, I'll stick to that contract for as long as that contract doesn't seem to compromise his values as a dwarf, but. the... Uh, He's involved with this right now because his whole motivation, as you saw from reading his background, is he wants to prove his ex-wife wrong. Uh. And he feels that this woman was murdered by something pretty terrible. And you know, this is the sort of rot that's infecting the world. And if he doesn't do something about it, he's afraid that no one will try. And you guys are trying, which is great. But he's afraid that you guys will probably grow jaded or get your asses kicked and he wants to see it through to the end and not grow jaded just to prove that he can well i like from what i got from your backstory is that you have this uh clearer idea of right and wrong um that like in in, in this he's trying to get a clear idea of right and wrong well the i mean by, is, by by throwing your wedding ring down the down a fucking shaft like you, you he had a good decent idea before you threw the wedding ring down the shaft but he was also a businessman who didn't care about getting a bunch of cheap labor from a crime lord. But uh. he found out that there were actual slaves, he realized he had crossed the line a long time ago. And right. the fact that he didn't give a fuck about getting cheap labor from a crime lord is what led to that. 
So that's why he left the city because there was that's the place where he started making those mistakes. So do you think he's going to stand with uh, the magistrate in this situation? If the magistrate seems to be behind this, no, I'm chaotic. Good, I'm not going to stick to a contract in, in, in the moment. Right in now. the moment, right there, there are four uh, potentially uh, dangerous individuals here threatening the investigation, and the sheriff just showed up with ten honor guards and the magistrate himself. Well, again, it's uh, I'm chaotic. Good, so it's what's right in the moment is what I care about. And these guys, that these strangers, they've showed up. All they've done is be mysterious. What's okay? They haven't done do? anything wrong. They haven't done anything wrong, and as far as I'm concerned, the sheriff has already done something wrong. He worships an evil god, and he works for fucking right. He worships I'm... the only god, so it's an evil one. I mean, there, hey. there aren't any other options out there. <laughs> there is none. Okay. Wow. Well, what, what is Octavius going to do in this situation here? This is your land. Yeah, this is my. You do land. have a say this in what is happens. My here. property. Are you going to take some charge here, or what? But are you going to let Neil tell you what to do? <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! Go back to your girlfriend and cry some more. <laughs> cry me a river. I don't have a girlfriend. I was talking oh. about Kara. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Take, you ready? Oh, dude, yeah, have a the fucking pricing. heart, you fucking robot. God damn, man. Yeah. You're not a cop. It's you're a robot. <laughs> oh, I'll. I'll fucking drag your fucking emotional state out, kicking and screaming, god damn it. <laughs> now. God damn it, shake the cow. Yeah. Do something, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would have, if Badius would have fucking took you to the, to the conversation, you would have seen the rider and you would have seen his sword and it would have been the same exact sword as yours. But, but you didn't he see cut that. Me out of that. But you didn't see it. So you don't know. No, because Neil didn't let you. <laughs> he didn't trust me. I didn't trust his party members. I, honestly, even though I told you, that here's you're here's my why. Friend, no, here's why. I trust you. Here's, I brought you. Would you like home. to know why? When I took you to the dick. alley, what did you say? Because you're a dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or being electrocuted. Or, you know, being electrocuted. And I took you out to the back alley and I said, hey, there might be Ferenian fighters. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? You went, uh, uh. So that made my character go, you know what? I don't know if I can fucking trust you to do the fucking right thing. It was Jake you're talking to, though. So uh, to, to finish up here, uh, we're, uh, it's. Episode four, man, in in the can. Yeah. Where do you? Uh, how do you guys feel the story is going? How do you guys like it? Are you guys intrigued? You guys interested? You guys? You, uh, you've, you've ran some better games. God, you're such a fucking penis sometimes, man. I think it's called penis. <laughs> but this is yeah. this penis. is one of the worst of them. <laughs> oh my god, I hate ten fifteen. Like no, you, you like. Oh, it, I don't hate it. Really enjoying it. Okay, it's a lot of fun, and I have no idea where it's gonna go, and I like that. Okay, yeah, I, I am no fine with that. Go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me again tonight, guys. Uh, it's three twelve in the morning, apparently, and I gotta shut this shit down. <laughs> shut it down, Mister Book. Shut it down. I'm gonna remind everyone to uh, check out our website. It's obesia.com. Um, also, check out our Patreon. We could really use the extra help. You know, everything is self-funded. I say this every episode. Um, you know, we have a cool tier system set up there. Uh, jump on there, check it out. And see if it's if it's something you'd be into. Um, also, uh, check out our social media stuff. It's going to be links on there. A um, little bit of credits here. Uh, this episode was executive produced by myself, Nick Nelson. 
uh, Stephanie Hall. Um, it was produced by Jacob Buchanan, um, Neil Nelson, and then um, all music done by the very elusive Lucian Dreams. Um, make sure you join us next uh, next session. We got some more uh, cool stuff coming up in the game, and um, I hope you like it. <laughs>